Good morning, and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Jared Pollard, and I am the Youth and Worship Pastor here at Abundant Life Church. This podcast is intended to impart faith and courage for us to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. We truly believe that the best is yet to come. Good morning, and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. So glad that you guys are with us again today. We are having some special episodes this week. You'll notice that the podcast sounds a little echoey. Uh, We're in a different venue. We're actually in our room at Pastors University um, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Baker, Louisiana, actually. Mm -hmm. And we are going to do a couple interviews with some other pastors from around the United States. Yeah, so one of the amazing things about coming to Pastors University has been to mingle with other pastors. And uh, if this thing was planned before the COVID crisis, but... Uh, To be able to mingle with other pastors in the COVID crisis has been amazing because uh, Pastor Jared and I, when we first came here, we were like, we got to be talking to other pastors. We need to hear what others are going through. We need to share. We we need to. And it's been so good in that way. So uh, we're really excited to have a special guest with us. His his name is Rick. And Rick, help me with your last name because I don't want to. Huh? Inahosa. Now that's spelled with an H, but the H is is silent. So (laughs) Inahosa. Yes. (laughs) Where's the name Inahosa come from? That is Spanish. Spanish? Yes. Oh, yeah. What, where, where from? We are, a lot of my dad's side of his family is actually from Mexico. Okay. So. Okay. Wow. Cool. Do you have family still back in there then? Uh, if I do, I don't really know. Don't know. <laughs> but I'm sure there's Inahosas all over the place there, and okay. I'm probably related to some of them. Well, that's cool. I love it. So uh, Rick is the associate pastor of Good Shepherd Community Church in Brownsville, Brownsville, uh, Texas. What kind of church are you guys? We are a, a non-denominational church. Yeah. Okay. Non-denominational. There's a lot of non-denominational guys here. Uh, we've also got some Assembly of God here in different, uh, a couple of different denominations, but there's a lot of non-denominationals just like us um, um, that are here. So Rick, how long have you been uh, with the Good Shepherd Community Church? It has been nine years now. Oh, yeah, good. Okay. And you're the associate pastor. Mm -hmm. So what kind of things do you do there? Um, A lot of things. Uh, (laughs) uh, I I help out with our our media department, overseeing that area of ministry. I also uh, oversee and am uh, heavily involved in our worship ministry, um, as well as uh, the last year I've really been uh, given the opportunity to also share from the pulpit quite a bit more this year. That's awesome. How'd you land at uh, Pastors University? Through an email that I got uh, from my pastor. Actually, he forwarded to me and said, hey, let's pray about um, this and, and let's really ask the Lord if this is something that uh, that we believe that you're supposed to, to do and get involved in. And, and if it's supposed to work, the Lord will, will open the doors. And so uh, here we are and just uh, really, really grateful for it. Really grateful for, for this church. Really grateful for Pastor Larry and the staff here and, and Grateful to get a, an opportunity to hang out and uh, meet other pastors, uh, such as yourself. So yeah. I'm just really, really excited to be here. Awesome. Yeah. So I told um, Rick that uh, we would like for the next couple of these interviews to be focused on most churches um, are going through a very um, a, a difficult time in the COVID crisis. Um, many have stabilized now, which is good. Um, but it's just been a time of upheaval for most. Um, and uh, so uh, if you could, Rick, I'd like just to hear about your church. What's, what's your church been, uh, what's the experience been like in, in COVID? Has it been in a time of upheaval? Have you all been stable? 
Um, you know, have you lost people? Have you gained people? Has it? What's it been like for you? I think the interesting thing is, is that we've, in a lot of ways, we've identified who is really with us. And, and, and so I hear that answer all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. That that answer is like every pastor is saying that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt you. No, Go absolutely. Ahead. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it, it's just it's really, really it's true. Um, so we we've kind of discovered that, and then uh, we have seen a decrease in obviously in our in our physical attention mm-hmm. uh, attendance. We have not been operating back at uh, full capacity of what we did mm-hmm. um, pre COVID, and so we're probably seeing maybe. 15, maybe 20% of what our attendance was before wow. um, COVID hit that we're seeing now. Um, but what we have seen is an increase, of, a, a drastic increase in our uh, online presence and our online reach, mm. um, where we're reaching more people um, online for, for sure than what we were ever reaching uh, in person on our Sunday morning services. You know, so uh, that's really cool. Now, I'm hearing many leaders... Uh, Pastor Larry is one of them. Say, um, we believe this is a permanent shift. It's mm-hmm. a it's a it's a shift in in the way the body of Christ is mm-hmm. going to relate. Um, where uh, before maybe we were segmented more, but there's going to be less segmentation because we're all online, and therefore there's there's less barriers between us because mm-hmm. of that. What do you see in that area? I mean, you guys. Are, so you, so you, you've had a lot of success. Uh, reaching people online. So what, what do you see if, if you're if you're looking past and you say, you know, when COVID's over, uh, what do you see coming out of this from, an, from that online perspective? I think we were fortunate in that we were already live streaming all our services, uh-huh. um, but we weren't giving it the attention before this that we are now. And so whereas before it was kind of like online was just an an additional resource to, to push out uh, this content to um, additional people. Now we have teams of people focused specifically on online ministry. We have uh, a pastor that's on standby that's ministering to people online and, and teams of, of servant leaders that are online ready to minister to people uh, in those moments online. And, and that experience being interactive where they are not just watching uh, these services the same way that they would watch uh, a YouTube video or, or some other online video content. It is an online service where they are able to in real time receive ministry. And I don't see us moving away from that. I see us leaning mm. into that mm. uh, more and more because uh, I think sadly uh, we see less and less people making church attendance physical church attendance a priority. We have people in our church that would consider themselves members that might come once a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as people get more and more used to doing church online, mm-hmm. we want them to come back. That's the goal. That's the aim. We want them to come back. But if they are not, we've got to be willing to take the message of the gospel, the ministry that we're doing to them. And so we're the doors of the church, to me, this is my opinion, the mm-hmm. doors of, of the church will never close mm-hmm. but it, it's it's like having a whole other campus mm-hmm. and we're but the difference the shift that we had to make personally for our church was changing from a mindset of we're putting this video here for people to watch 
and to consume, so to speak, to, okay, no, we're, we are putting our services online and we, we want to minister to those people in real time, just like we're ministering to the people that we have in person in our services. Man, that's awesome. So I guess then if, if, if you succeed in actually interacting with people, um, then in a sense of church has moved into their home. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's no longer a, a, the physicality of the site is still important, but it's not as important mm-hmm. as it used to be because you're reaching into their home, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we are, we communicate on a, on a regular basis, especially to encourage those that are at their homes is that the presence of God is not limited to a building. It's not limited to the church building, but the presence of God can and will meet you wherever you're at. Yeah. And yeah. that's been our, our focus. That's what we've been encouraging people and, and, uh, We've seen that people have been encouraged, that people have uh, experienced the presence of God in their homes in a way that maybe they didn't even realize that they could mm. before COVID hit. So people are realizing now, wait a minute, God doesn't just live at my church. Yeah, right. Uh huh. He's here in my home. I'll tell you right now, I feel the presence of God right here, yeah. right now in, yeah. in this moment. Mm-hmm. God, God is not confined to a building. And I think something that maybe pastors and, and church leaders have known for, for forever or for a long time that your average church attender maybe didn't connect the dots or maybe didn't really know that or believe that is really experiencing that and grasping that maybe for the first time in their homes. Wow, that's just that's just awesome. Um, Rick, I'm sure you guys have gone through, um, you know, with a church your size, people getting COVID, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, it's, 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 it touches everybody what's a do you have a favorite uh scripture or a word from the lord that that he's really impressed on you to help people that are either have a loved one going through the covid experience when i say the covid experience they got covid or or they're they're sick with it or or they're quarantined with mm-hmm. it you know at a, or they're at, sick of it or they're or, sick of it yeah. or yeah yeah that's mm-hmm. right you know whatever the covid experience mm-hmm. is you know um, do you have a, a favorite way or favorite scripture um, that you're using to minister to people? Well, a, a couple of different scriptures come to mind. I know Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 is always just such a, a powerful reminder to trust in the Lord. Um, and, and we don't understand what's going on all the time. We don't understand why things happen the way that they're happening. But but I know that God is good mm-hmm. in spite of all that. So I, I hold on to that. And then uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was reading in... Uh, and First Peter, I think it was, in chapter 2, and, and it's funny, uh, it talks about suffering. And that's mm-hmm. not something that we, we like to talk about, or that's not something that's, oh, this is so encouraging. But, but it talks about it in First Peter 2, that if we will just endure, if we will endure the, the, the suffering that we're encountering, whether that is, is physical, and listen, I know that, that, that physical sickness is, is real, and, it, and, it, and it's discouraging, and it hurts, and it's painful, and, and we pray, and we believe for healing, and, and we pray and believe for God to, to do a work and to do a move. And but but a lot of that scripture for me is more about man. Like I said, people get so sick of the season that we're in. Mm. Mm. But it's easy to forget that it's just a season. Mm. And so I, the Lord, really encouraged me through that of everything that we're having to walk through, especially as, as pastors and leaders of, there's a lot of things that are different that we're having to do that we didn't have to do it that way before. Yeah. 
But the Lord reminded me, this is just a season. If you will patiently endure this suffering, nobody said this was going to be easy. Nobody promised a, a life that was going to be free of, of any chaos and any disorder and any disruption. But if we will patiently endure, the scripture says that there is a blessing that's involved with waiting, with patiently, with holding on to our faith. Don't lose your faith. Don't lose your hope. God is still good. Mm. He is still on the throne. Mm. He, he, he is undefeated. There is no question about it. Undoubtedly, he rules. He reigns. And so I can sit back and take a breath. Mm. Even in the suffering. Mm. Jesus suffered. We will suffer. But as we patiently endure the suffering and navigate through the season, I believe that God has a promise and a blessing for mm. every single one of us on the other side of this thing. Mm, that's good. And I am praying every day, Lord, let it be today <laughs> until it happens. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, so those are the two uh, passages of Scripture that I've really held on to yeah, in this season good. that hopefully will encourage somebody else. I know suffering is not fun to think about. It's not fun to talk about. But if it's going to happen... And it is, we might as well hold on to the promises of God and remember that He is faithful. That's good. Yeah. We had a word that was actually spoken at one of our worship nights. This was pre-COVID, you know, mm -hmm. and it just came back to my memories on Facebook the other day. Uh, delayed harvest is not a failed harvest. Yeah, that's um, good. It's the same concept. That's and good. so that's just a reminder for our people, you know, that was spoken in a secret service context. Mm -hmm. It's still true today. Yeah, yeah. Well, Rick, I so appreciate you being with us. It's been good. It's been encouraging. And, uh, and, and I'm believing this is going to bless people just to hear mm -hmm. other pastoral voices. We don't get that opportunity a lot. Mm -hmm. So to hear other pastoral voices speak straight into their hearts mm -hmm. and, and, and share those encouraging words that you shared, I believe it's going to provide hope. And, uh, and hope is such a powerful thing. You know, if we have hope that through these sufferings, uh, God is working and he's going to do something yeah. amazing in our lives. It Absolutely. makes all the difference in the world. So mm -hmm. thank you for sharing and I appreciate you coming by. Thank you so much yeah. for having me. Really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today. ALC is moving forward and we are having in-person services. Join us at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings for worship, teaching, and fellowship. Community has been our lifeline during the pandemic and our house churches are continuing to meet. For more information about our services, live streams, and house churches, please visit our website at Abundant.us.